Hashtag SAFMBTH. It is 18 minutes now before um, 4 o'clock. We're in conversation next with the Minister of Home Affairs, uh, Dr. Arun Muzalidu, who's joining us on the line. Remember that we're taking your calls on 0614-104-107. And you can also drop me an X at Aldrin St. Pierre. Our studio line is 086-000-2032. So the Home Affairs Minister, uh, Dr. Arun Muzalidu, has announced a public-private partnership for the redesign and modernization of the country's six busiest land border posts. According to him, this modernization project is aimed at enhancing regional economic integration, improving revenue collection, and also halt illegal immigration, among other things. Dr. Mutualedi now joining us on the line. Minister, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. So the six ports that have been identified, why these particular ones? And with the request um, for proposal, um, what sort of companies are you looking at here? What sort of innovation are you looking at from these companies? Uh, good afternoon, Aldrin. Good afternoon to the listeners, and thank you very much. Uh, the 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 six parts of entry, the manner in which we cho- I mean, the reason that we chose them, they are the busiest ever between us uh, and our neighbors in Sadek. Remember that South Africa has got fifty three parts of entry, in which you can go to any one of the Sadek countries, which are our neighbors. But six of them are the busiest ever. It is Bait Bridge between us and Zimbabwe, Libombo between us and Mozambique, Oshuk between us and Eswatini, Maseru Bridge and Fixpeg between us and Lesotho, both of them, and lastly, Copfondain between us and Botswana. And that's how they were selected. Okay. And the, the, the companies we are looking for, this is a request for proposals. Companies that are interested are coming for a briefing by the technical advisors on the 27th of, of, of September. Then there will be an understanding. We just, we have got the design, by the way, Aldrin. And you, you issue that design to companies, you tell them what they wa- you want, and they will have to explain how they are going to do it and by how much and all that, you know. That's why it's called a request for proposals. Yeah, but in terms of the technology, I'm sure that um, you have also looked at some of the technology that's currently available and being used in other countries. What exactly is it that you think that these companies would be able to provide? Well, there will be many technologies, Aldrin, but I I mentioned specifically one which we are demanding and and we won't accept any company that uh, is, is not going to be able to implement that. We, we spoke about gamma ray technology. Some countries Aldrin use X-ray, whereby, or maybe let me start here. When trucks go through our borders, they are actually inspected on the basis of risk, risk profiling. Just like when you go through the airport, sometimes they stop the person in front of you, uh, they search their suitcases, you go past and all that because they are risk profiling. And we believe that's not very good for what's happening in our borders now uh, in terms of trafficking, illicit goods, etc. So some countries use X-ray machines where it's a drive-through X-ray, like Copfontein uh, uh, in Botswana, they use that. Now we want something like that, but more advanced. And we were told that gamma ray technology can do that whereby all the trucks, not on a base of risk profiling, they drive through that. You can see smuggled um, illicit cigarettes. You can see liquor. You can see uh, 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 even 
paper paper money you can see that of course you can see human beings who are being trafficked because some of sometimes some of these people are trafficked i'm sure you've seen the pictures on social media where they are tra trafficked in closed trucks and all that which people believe they are cargo goods when they are actually carrying human beings so that gamma ray technology is something that we definitely want to see then what about the the neighboring country and the technology that they use from their end um are we able to i don't know do do we go do we as a country have to go into an agreement with them to say that you need to also upgrade um your ports of entry to this level of technology or will we solely depend on our technology to ensure that there is no trespassing of goods that is illicit <laughs> funny enough aldrin uh, i want to repeat something that i said because during the apartheid era the trade with the neighboring countries was something that was not valued it was not important and i'm sure you understand why so if you check our ports of entry i said on the south african side it looks like an informal settlement but on the other side it looks like something you'll be surprised for, for to learn that most of the countries have upgraded i mean let me give an example of just three zimbabwe have just completed a very huge infrastructure on their side which we cannot match in any way if you go to libombo they have done that in 2010 in preparation for 2010 in what was called a, a, a one stop border post if you go to oshuk with eswatin you really see you, do, you don't have to be told you'll see that the buildings on the other side are far, far more advanced uh, uh, and renovated and on our side is an informal settlement why is now, that the case so so we sorry why is that the case did we not invest enough in our border post that's exactly what i'm telling you that the border post are still as they were uh, during the era before 1994 that's basically what i'm saying mm. and now we believe we can no longer continue like that we have got to change them but the second thing which will make uh, us discuss with with our neighbors very well is that this infrastructure is not the only thing we are going to do we are going to do what you call one stop border post the bill has already been passed in cabinet is now in parliament a one stop border post is where by the two countries uh, coordinate the activities in such a way that you don't get processed once i'm sure you are aware when you move over to zimbabwe you 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 queue for three hours on the south african side they process you alone and then individually the mm. then you cross the yeah so in the one stop border post you get processed once only once but both both countries get involved yeah. and they can only do so if they are using similar technologies yeah so in this public private partnership um how then do you also ensure that um the 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 corporates or the private sector that you will be working with um would not be able to manipulate the system in the interest of maybe some companies or some individuals um who have their interest at heart as well business interest well we have involved many i think there 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 are a lot of firewalls we have involved many companies firstly is the department of home affairs but the main part is 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 border management authority because they are now in charge of borders we have got sars there we have got national treasury we have got the development bank of south africa infrastructure fund and then we have got a uh, a uh, 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 infrastructure south africa in the presidency then in the private sector we have got bom and gilfillen 
who who is the a big legal firm who are working on the legal contracts you know international or or local contracts then we've got Ernst and Young who are our auditors so you can see it's a broad range of people who are well all working together and they've been working together to deliver what I announced yesterday we could not have announced that yesterday if these people did not sit together and as part of some of the regulations from treasury it has even been uh, given to them there must be value for money and they must make sure that they show us exactly how they are going to guarantee value for money and the state must must gain and then the risk the risk and and the companies understand that the risk is put over to the private sector company rather than to the state if any company wants to participate they must understand that they are going to carry that risk not the state yeah, and and minister also asked this on the basis of the the uh, the lady R um, docking because there were some transgressions that have been pointed out there in the executive report. Um, I wonder then, from Home Affairs side, was there any transgressions at all? Well, not not that I'm aware of. That affects I, I Home don't Affairs. Remember. Uh, yes, I don't remember it being affected in any way. Remember, in that instance, Aldrin, all Home Affairs has to do is to look at documentation, not goods. We don't work with goods in Home Affairs. Yeah. That's why we had SAR today. Yeah. Ours is the person inside this vehicle. Are they well documented? Do they have a passport? And secondly, do they need a visa to come to South Africa? If they do, coming from a country that is not visa-free, is the visa valid and, and all that? That's all home affairs look at. We don't usually look at the trade part of it. Yeah. And that's what SARS is going to do. And that's what this new uh, innovation is going to guarantee. Okay, thank you so much. That is the Minister of Home Affairs, Dr. Arun Mutwalid.